I like to be productive. Shannon, how about you? I love productivity. <laughs> I embrace it as much as I can. You know, so I, I always question whether I'm being productive enough, but I, I do love it. And I, I'm always interested in learning more about it, which is what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, that's an interesting thing that you said there. You, you question whether you are productive enough. I, I that not everyone is like us in that way. Um, I certainly ask myself that question all the time. I think a lot of people don't. And and I'm and not here to necessarily judge, but I know what works for me. So uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward great. to 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 this. Do you you have a uh, me too. You have a show you want to uh, talk about? I, I do. So last week we uh, I, I mentioned you know I I listened to a ton of podcasts. I learn a lot, and so I wanted to share those with you each week. And this week uh, I want to talk about a podcast called Business Wars, and uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. It's it's from the people over at Wondery. They have a pretty good group of oh, uh, yeah. podcasts and uh it it's great it's they go back uh to historical battles between companies whether it's things like uh i'm listening to one now uh, nintendo versus sony in the gaming space when the playstation and the game, oh, yeah. uh, nintendo stuff is you know in the 80s 90s and there's all kinds of uh, ford versus chevy boeing and airbus and uh the great thing i love about finding new podcasts is when there's a ton of content they've cr- already created so i can go back it's like finding a, a great book series right that there's already Right. Five books published, so you don't have to wait for a new one to come out all the time. Um, so there's a ton of great content up there, uh, Business Wars, and it's enjoyable. It's great to listen to in the background, and there's some really good lessons. Some of it they kind of narrate, and they they uh, there's a lot of mind reading that goes on, but it, you know it's not a big deal. It makes it enjoyable. Uh, so Business Wars, uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Sounds good. All right. Well, awesome. he is Shannon Jean. I'm Dave Hamilton. And this is episode 263 of The Small Business Show. All right, folks, let's get into this productivity thing, shall we, Shannon? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's be productive. Okay. Yeah. This is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about, a lot about productivity this week because Good. I, well, I traveled last week. I was at the podcast movement evolutions conference in LA end of last week and, and then flew back home for four days, uh, including the one where we're recording this episode and then heading out again, this time to Mexico with my wife. And this is more, more of a, a leisurely trip, you know, so it's the uh, it, it is the Backbeat Media um, uh, uh, Summit meeting. So, you know, so there's a there's of a course. Tax, there's it's tax advantaged as it should. Yeah, be. absolutely. Yeah, that's right. As it should be. As and it should you can be. Hold them anywhere you want. Right. You can hold yeah. them anywhere you want. My wife works for the company. It's totally fine. The accountant and the IRS are totally yep. on board with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, that's a great the, thing to uh, think about. Yeah, it's the charmed life right there. Yeah, exactly. Yes, um, you got it. The thing is, I've had four days at home and in two of them were weekend days. But let's be realistic. You know, I was getting work done on those days. There is nothing more motivating for my productivity than a deadline. And, I, you know, when I have too much time on my hands, I am not nearly as productive per minute or per hour as I am when I'm when I'm squeezed for time. And, and I yeah, I've been thinking true. I've been thinking a lot about that lately because I think. That's part of why I keep myself so busy 
is it actually makes me more productive with the with the things that are in, that are I mean, they're all important to me, but there are some things that make me money and some things that I stay busy with that don't. But knowing that I have to leave or do a thing at a certain time forces me to get the stuff done that makes me money in the time that I have. And I, I find myself more productive yeah. when I have a deadline for sure. Yeah. It's a little brain hack. Kind I, of I thing. like that. Now. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you uh, create kind of, ar- I don't want to use the word arbitrary, but you know, deadlines in either, you know, written on your to do to did list or a to do list <laughs> or just arbitrary, I guess, in, in your head that does that help you, uh, you know, be more productive uh, during do. the day or do yeah. you not use that tech? Or you no, do I do. I, I mean, I have, you know, I will schedule meetings at times when I know, OK, look, I want I, I know for me that my mornings are super productive. I'm I'm energized. I'm excited about the things or stressed about the things. It doesn't really matter. I'm fueled. You know, excitement and stress are sort of the same thing um, in that regard, as long as it's not crippling stress or distracting excitement. Uh, but yeah. I, but I will. So I will try not to ever schedule a meeting before 11 a.m. my time. Now, being on the East Coast, that's way easier than it probably would be for you on the on the West Coast. But um, but I do that. And then I almost always have a noon meeting. It's our quick little I mean, it's only a 10 minute meeting. It's a little stand up kind of thing for our Mac Observer staff to get everybody in sync. And I and I usually attend that. Uh, I try to attend that every day, except if I've got, you know, s- s- an appointment or something that gets in the way of it. But right. I, I try to keep that. So at the very least, that's my morning. You know, I have a, a definitive end to my morning. And, you know, nice. and I have an alarm on my calendar so that at 1130, I am reminded that in 30 minutes I have that stand up, uh, you know, meeting and I've got it. I want to be there. And it totally yeah. forces me to, you know, put the pedal to the metal and be like, all right, I'm going to get this, this and this done before I That's go to great. that meeting. Yeah, it's great. It, it is. I mean, sometimes yeah. it's like I think oh, it's a good crap. way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you have to bump them back, but uh, but I do believe in setting those uh, deadlines throughout your day it can can really help a lot. Uh, and you, and I also think what it does is it teaches you, um, you know, is it is it realistic, right? Can you get yes. that amount of work done in this given time frame? And hopefully, you can adjust your your system. I'm going to talk a lot about systems today, um, but you know, you you can kind of see it's like, wow, I, I'm not, I don't hit that. 11 o'clock deadline, or I only hit it 40% of the times. So what adjustments do I need to make? What, to, how do I need to, to do be, it? Uh, yeah. Well, and it yeah. also, you know, yeah. what I've, what I've noticed about myself in these past four days is that I have been employing ruthless efficiency. And by that, I mean, completely ignoring the things or saying no to, or declining the things that are not absolutely necessary to like march the business forward. And, and that's great. And yeah. I've, and I've learned a lot in, in sort of, you know, trying to be aware while in the moment, you know, getting these things done, like, uh, you know, there's no reason that on a random Tuesday, I shouldn't also be doing this, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, sure. uh, it, you know, it's, it's like, Oh yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just catching myself knowing that I don't have the time to do, I don't have luxury time. So it's like, cause my luxury time starts at the end of the week, you know, which is fine. And so sure. it's like, okay. Yeah, maybe I should, you know, not mess around with that little project. I'll just get this done. It's like, huh? Yeah, I I need to be I need to be more mindful of this kind of stuff. So it's good to, you know, I mean, this is not an artificial deadline, but it is an abnormal deadline for me. Uh, And it's that's sort of been a good thing to have that. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I like it. I, I think one of the uh, thinking about productivity, one of the most important things to me is uh, it's it's not about being, you know, busier. No. It's really more important to focus on your outputs, right? What are you getting done? And like when I, I titled my notes, you know, productivity and the art of efficiency. And, you know, how, what are you, how much output are you getting done each day? And, and I, I come back to the comment you made a few minutes ago. Um, one of the biggest ways to increase your productivity is to say no, <laughs> no more. You know, yeah. I can't or, or we can't can't do this or uh, we'll table that or we'll put this on the calendar down the road. But, um, you know, y- you have to embrace saying no. You know, we're we're big. Yes, guys. We like saying yes to do well, we're, we're entrepreneurs. So it's right? hard to say yes. no. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and if you go back, if you listen to episodes with our guests, you, you'll hear it over and over again as the shiny object, uh, you know, focus or, you know, squirrel and, and you go to the side. That's a it's a productivity killer um, in, in, in to yourself and maybe even to your entire organization. So I, I would say you should be looking at the decisions that you're making and, you know, saying no more uh, is, is a big way um to increase that productivity. And, and along the same lines, I, I think, you know, don't believe this myth of multitasking, right? We, we've done shows on this before, but trying to juggle stuff all day long and just being dealing with interruptions and kind of managing by interruptions, I, I, I don't think it works that well. At least it doesn't work that well for me. Well, um, I think there's a I'm, you you said it, you, I think there's two concepts at play here. Managing by interruptions doesn't necessarily mean that you are attempting to multitask. Yes, that's true. Right. right. That, that's yeah, just yeah, distractions. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but, yes, distractions. That's that's really what I'm I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. But the the it, uh, managing by interruptions, there are there are days where that turns out to have been what I did all day. Um, and sometimes As a manager that could be. That could be your your main job. Right? You can't avoid it. Right. And that's part of the reason why yeah, I enjoy yeah. my mornings so much, because most of the people that that would need me are not yet needing me. So I get to be a little uh, more efficient yeah. because I can just work. I can I can be my own driver of direction as opposed to when, you know, when those people get to work, it's like, well, here we go. What do they need for me? And, and then off you go. Yeah. But it, as far as multitasking. I, yeah, it there's. It doesn't work. What I find no. is more I'm more able to embrace is the concept of spotlighting where I, I can really yeah, focus. I can focus on one thing and then the, the the trick is being able to shift into something else and be in it and deep quickly, you, you know, because that transition right. time costs you. That is the nonproductive time. Right. So it's better yep. if you can if you can stay on something and and dive in. But sometimes that's just not how it works. So you need to to be able to shift from one to the other without thinking, oh, I should check my email in the middle of this or I should check Facebook or what whatever myriad distractions might have you have you've been ignoring you know, during whatever deep dive you've had, being able to shift to another yeah. deep dive immediately and get in it, there's still going to be some lost time because you've got to get, you, you know, it takes a little bit of time at least to get deep into sure. something. But but really yeah. be mindful of those transition distractions like, oh, I finished with this. Let me check my email. And let me, you know, do this and I'll go up and I'll use the bathroom and I'll, do, you know, whatever. And I mean, some some of those things you have to do sometimes, but. Being mindful yeah. of, okay, these cost me when I do them. Yeah. 
Yeah, spotlighting is a great way to 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 discuss it. And for me, what I do to manage the the flow of of requests or things that come in is I I just I I call it offloading. So I'll either you know create a reminder that I need to take care of something later, uh, you know, create a task and keep it on my on my list that'll pop up and and it will remind me because if I'm going to spotlight into the next task, I'll probably get, hopefully forget all about that other thing so I can dive deep. The other thing that I have been using this manual method that I really like is uh, this little. It's actually glass, but it's like a little whiteboard that goes right above my keyboard in between my keyboard and my monitor. And it allows me to quickly jot down uh, dry erase notes. And as things pop up, if I don't want to create a reminder and I need to uh, to do it. And let me tell you, it, it's just a simple little thing. I don't know. It's probably it's as wide as your keyboard and uh, maybe uh, six inches uh, tall or something like that. And it sits huh. at an angle and I, and I offload stuff to it all day long. So. Okay, I got to take care of this. Oh yeah, this little thing is hanging out there. I don't maybe not create an entire new task, or I don't want to create a reminder, but I'll just jot it down. Maybe where I left off on something, if I'm you know going to go into jump something else, but it helps me a lot. I I, I really found that it's uh, it, and it's much better for me than a piece of paper. I can't stand paper, uh, and it works out really well. What a so. fascinating! So it's a whiteboard that sits at your desk. Yep. Right above your keyboard in between your uh, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. And uh, it is it, it's a simple thing. I don't know where I, I, I heard about it. or I read about it and I try. I'm like, well, I'm gonna try it out. And they're inexpensive. And uh, I use it every day. And and it's it's just a, kind of a crazy little thing. But again, it's that concept of offloading. Yeah, it allows me to kind of multitask, but in, in more towards your method of spotlighting. And it it increases the speed that I'm able to transition because all I do is look down and here's all these notes. And I'm like, Oh, I, it, this makes sense. If I'm working on a WordPress on one of our websites and there's another WordPress related task, well, if I'm already into this, I'll just jump into this and it keeps it front and center in front of my face. And you know, it's simple, but it, but it works for me. Whoa, what a great idea. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, 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 I've already put this in my Amazon cart here. So, uh, well, <laughs> right, right. It, I mean, this is what a great yeah. thing. Cause I do it with paper, but, but yep. then, you know, it's just kind of a mess and, and I, and I don't it's want a mess. to deal yeah. with that. I want to get one of these for the, for the studio here for when I podcast, because oh, as yeah. you're talking, I'm, I'm writing, I, I, you got it <laughs> as you're talking, I'm thinking, Oh, I want to, I want to circle back to offloading because as you, you said it with, before I, before I needed to, but you know, offloading helps you with that spotlighting because you're not that, that I, your memory is not it. And I don't say this to you. I no. say this collectively to all of us and to our listeners, yes. your memory is not nearly as good as you think it is. And you know, oh, it. No way. Yeah. you know it. Yep. And so when you tr say, Oh, I'll remember that now you're spending brain cycles to keep that memory alive because you know, you're going to forget, Correct. It. you know, you're going to forget it. Yep. So, if you can offload it, suddenly, boom, you are free. Those cycles are yours to it's do huge. as you please. It is huge. And, and the yeah. moment that you accept what you already, you know, subconsciously know about your memory being flawed, it, your life is going to get way, way better. And it has nothing. to Well, I mean, it might have something to do with getting old. But regardless, these are things we cannot change. So embrace it. 
Right. It is a thing. Just offload your it's it doesn't mean you're a lesser person or anything. I mean, I say this because I kind of had to say it to myself like, oh, no, I'm good at this. No, no, I'm yeah. bad at this. And I know I'm bad at this. I might as well admit it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and if you're, uh, you know, like we talked about being addicted to productivity, that's one of the tricks that has allowed me to to uh, succeed and not be overwhelmed. Otherwise, I think I would. Uh, I want to talk about downtime in a minute, but downtime or trying to go to sleep at night, which is so important. You know, there's no way I could turn off my head to the to the dozens and dozens of tasks and requirements. And I love that. I, I, I said, you know, in a previous show that one of my uh, how I measure success is that I want people to rely on me. So that comes with all kinds of responsibilities of things I have to get done. Offloading allows me to just, um, you know, I'm free. I've done it. It's sitting there waiting for me. So I don't have to put any of that bandwidth on trying to remember that. So true. I, you know, I, yeah. I've, I've often thought about this and I was just thinking about it. I don't know, an hour before we recorded a great way. The, the whole trick is making yourself not having to spend uh, uh, discipline points on being productive. You oh, want, I like that. Right. You you know, the the the, because those discipline, you only have a certain amount of discipline points every day to spend every day. So you don't want to spend those on the things that 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 you that you need to get done. Right. I mean, as best you can, you want to hack your brain to want to do those things. So it requires zero or very little discipline. And one way to do that is exactly what you said you pride yourself on being reliable. I, I use the word dependable, but but it, they're interchangeable sure. in, this, in this scenario where it's like I want right. people to know that I am the productive guy. I am the reliable guy. I am the dependable guy. And yeah, it's part of your story. It's part of my story. But it also makes it really easy for me to go and get stuff done because I want to get stuff done so that people so that I so that the story is true. Right. Right. You know, yeah. and it's probably yeah. that somewhere in my head, I know, ooh, I'm not reliable. I'm not dependable. Well, I'll yes. show them. I'll fool them. The right. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. don't know. Well, that yeah. is you're, you're right. And I, I would say that uh, and, and I had this for my notes later in the show, but you have created a system that it's kind of this circular self-fulfilling thing, you know, and I've done the same thing. I want to be known as being dependable, reliable. It gives me a hit of dopamine when I can help someone, uh, you know, and I'm always that guy. If I talk to you at an event and I mention a book, uh, a website or some kind of resource, you're going to get an email from me after we meet and I'm going to give you links to what I talked about. It's just what I do. And that little trick has connected me with so many people that were like, Oh, I can't, I can't believe you remembered about this. And, you know, it's like, well, yeah, I I made a note as soon as we were done. As soon as we left, I set a reminder. And the next morning when I got back to my office, I said, Oh, send Dave a link to this or, or send him a copy of this book or whatever. And and that's, that's uh, made a big difference in, uh, in my life. And it has created this, you know, fulfillment of, cause then, then this guy or person thinks I'm reliable. I want to be thought of as reliable. It, and it just goes around You're and around. Telling the story. Now, now, proud. now it's up to you to prove yeah. it wrong, not right. And it's like, well, now I'll just keep doing the same yeah. thing and it's all good. Yep. You know, I'm very afraid of proving it wrong. Right. Oh, <laughs> so same. Yeah. But that's that. You know, so there's the fear-based decisions. That's where fear you can leverage. Right. Because it's, yeah, it's a good, that's a good fear-based decision to make. Yeah. 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 I agree. 
Another good decision to make is to get yourself a server for your business because that will help you be reliable. And that's what our sponsor Linode is all about, right? You don't want to have to be the one managing the hardware for your server and making sure it stays up and, and all of that stuff. No, you want to offload that to someone that does it all day long and can do it at scale because it's way cheaper for you to have someone else manage your server than it is to have you manage your server. And I say this because I, to say, I say this to you because I have to say it to myself. My problem is I know how to manage a server. It would be awful if I had all the servers in my office. I could make it work, but then I wouldn't be doing anything else. That would have to be my priority the moment anything came up. Well, Linode solves that problem for you and they solve it the right way because they know how to get this stuff done. In fact, if you don't know how to manage a server, that's even better. They'll take care of it for you. If you if you're like me and you like to go to the command line and do those sorts of things. Great. You can do that on your Linode server, but you don't have to because you can use their cloud manager to do all of that stuff from the Web without even knowing that it's possible to do it from a command line or a terminal or anything like that. They can have you set up like their cloud manager can have you set up their uh, like a WordPress site without ever needing to know how that works. You can set up a VPN server for yourself. You can basically any kind of server environment that you could think you need. They've probably got something in cloud manager for it. And if they don't, you can ask them because chances are if you need it, Somebody else does, too. Might be worth their while to set it up for you and then make it a thing as part of their offering. So you got to go check this out. And here's where it gets even better. If you visit Linode.com slash SBS, you get a $20 credit just for starting off, just because you're a small business show listener. Linode.com slash SBS. You get a $20 credit and their most inexpensive server is just five bucks a month. So you can start with Linode and get four months for free. Because you're getting a $20 credit. So go check it out. Linode.com slash SBS. And our thanks, of course, to Linode for sponsoring this episode. All right, man. Where are we now? Nice. What's the... Uh, well, uh, let, yeah, since we've been so efficient and product uh, pr productive, let, let's talk about downtime for a little bit. Oh, because, yeah. um, you know, part of my notes here were all about how to embrace being extremely productive without blowing up the rest of your life, right? Because if you neglect other parts of your life, it is not going to help you be more productive. No, it'll, so, it'll end uh, pretty quickly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and I, I say that, you know, I mean, you need to have time in your schedule. If, if you're not the type of person that is going to naturally create some time for downtime for whatever you want to do. If you want to read, you want to get outside, you want to walk, uh, as well as time to spend like with your family and friends, you need to schedule it. And, and I think that getting it into, into part of your system of scheduling your time can help you build the, the natural pauses that all of us need to be more productive, more creative and ultimately more successful. And if, if you're not giving yourself those times to just kind of take a breath, um, I think it's much more difficult. So I have a hard time doing it in the minute I start doing it. I start thinking, okay, you know, I should be doing something else. Right. I shouldn't, right. I shouldn't be out here on the deck. Yeah. You feel, you feel guilty. I, so I, I do. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. And maybe guilty is the wrong word, in, but yeah. Yeah. You know, your inner judge, I, my inner judge is the worst. You know, I hate that guy sometimes. And <laughs> he's telling me, you know, your office is right up the hill. You could go get, you know, 20 minutes of work done instead of sitting out here. So 
the one trick I have used is I will schedule it. You know, I get it on my okay at 11 a.m. I'm going to I'm going to hustle, hustle, hustle. And if I if I get all these things done and it's part of my carrot system here, I'm going to give myself 15 minutes to go go outside or go take the dog, walk down the street, go with my wife, take the dog to the park, relax, do something that is going to kind of recharge me. Even on these, I like small breaks. It's really efficient for me. The the concept of taking an hour for a lunch, unless it's like a lunch where I'm going somewhere with friends or business thing and I'm going to be talking, but the concept of taking an hour freaks me out. But 20 minutes, half hour, that's all. That's great. And if you can then build that into your schedule, it'll help you, uh, I guess kind of give yourself permission to have that downtime. That's a great idea. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I don't like the idea of, of I mean, what's it's going to take me 10 minutes to eat lunch, you know, <laughs> and so <laughs> now thing. I'm going to have another yeah. 45 where I just sit around and do nothing because no, 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 yeah. no. But that yeah. it does. You, you, you risk being a workaholic at that point. Um, yeah. And, and I don't you know, I say that word, it can be a bad thing, but it isn't necessarily there are degrees of this. And and like you said, you have to manage that. You have to afford yourself yeah. the luxury of of being able to enjoy your downtime. Right. Like I, right. I, I can detach a, here. Yeah. Yeah. It's another skill that you may need to learn. Right. Totally. It doesn't come naturally because I'm always worried that about being thought of as being lazy. Right. Yeah. But that motivates the hell out of me, too. Right. So it's the it's a double edged. It's a blessing and a curse. Right. OK. You know, it keeps you motivating, keeps you hustling. There's always stuff. Well, you know, it's a good time. And, you know, and I always make the comment. People tell me they don't have enough time. And I like you've heard me say on the show over and over and over. I'm like, Oh, do you watch TV? Now I should just be like, Oh, do you watch Netflix? You know, do you watch prime? Do you, right. Don't watch it. Yeah. You know, that is your time. If you really want to, there's a price to pay. If you want to go out and you want to create something from nothing and you want to do it, if, if you're not willing to pay the price, it, it will, it's just not going to happen. But you know, you also have to kind of create that, uh, permission over time to have some downtime and, and, and schedule it in. Yeah, for you know, sure. And, and I think it's okay to work a lot. Like you're talking about, you know, the workaholic thing. I think it's okay. I like to work. I really enjoy it, but I have to structure it and, tr- and, and force myself to build in that flexible time for downtime for family. And also a big part of it, as I've gotten older, I've realized I need time for learning each day. And if I don't give myself time for learning and research, I know I'm not going to be as as effective and as successful down the road. I've learned that. that yeah. You know, if I get just caught up, you know, uh, caught up on the hamster wheel of every day, then it, it's it's tougher for me. Well, and I find that I need to give myself moments to think. And I've I've said this many times on the show over the years where. But it happens all the time. It's still very much a thing where I'm I'm on that hamster wheel. Right. I like to keep moving. I like to always be doing something. But I need I find that when I have that moment of of free thought and it could just be walking to put out the trash cans or driving somewhere or showering or or meditating if I'm being super intentional about it. I have when I'm not actively thinking about a problem, usually it's after I think I've come up with the solution to the problem. That's when the better solution presents itself. And it's like, oh, you know what you could have done is this. 
and I'm, I am, I am always experiencing this so much so that I have, and this is for a variety of reasons, but this is most definitely one of them. I have my email set not to send the moment I hit send. I, I have this program that, that sits there uh, and it may, it delays That's my brilliant. email. You know, I have, I, I leave most of my email on a, by default, it's on a two minute delay, which is all I need for most emails. Cause they're quick. If I've written a big, long email, uh, I might put it on a, an hour delay or something, you, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it, I catch myself all the time. Rarely is it, Oh, you know, you, there was a typo or something like that. It it's and, and, and very rarely is it, Oh, I probably shouldn't send that. Like those, that those kinds of things I sort of manage differently, but the, the thought of, Oh, wait a minute. I, I you know, here I am emailing this person. I'm, I'm contacting them. I should remind them casually about this instead of coming in out of the blue, reminding them about this. Like I, there's opportunities here to do this a little bit better and, you know, incrementally make this email more valuable. Uh, let, I'm going to go ahead and do that. And I totally can do it. It happens all the time. Uh, but it's not just email. It's like it's it. all of the things. It's any problem. Once I think I'm finished, that's when the good thoughts come out. And that's just learning how to live with myself. Right. I know this. So I have to create those moments where I'm, I'm I'm not actively doing something and then, you know, the stuff comes out. So, yeah. That's yeah. Well, no, that's great. Give yeah. your, give your time. Uh, you know, w- we talk about story a lot here and the, and the, one of the benefits of being an entrepreneur and a, a small business owner is you get to craft your own story, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, I powered through adversity or I'm successful this way and this is how I do, but you know, it's great. And it, most people don't get that opportunity. You know, they become, uh, you know, have their career and that kind of thing. And they create their own story through their family and all that kind of stuff, which is sure. great. But from a business perspective, it, it's awesome. And I, I would say, I would suggest that there's a framework that I think if you embrace when thinking about productivity and about talking uh, to people that, that is very helpful. And what that is, is I don't like to talk about how busy I am. And rather, I, I flip it and I talk about, oh, I'm getting a lot of things done. And you don't have to be specific because most people, let's face it, they don't want to hear, you know, no. I've got, I'm doing all the ex- exact things. But instead of going, oh, yeah, man, I'm crazy busy. It's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's you know, I'm really knocking things out. I'm getting things done. I'm, I'm completing a lot of tasks and I'm really happy. That that is a great positive story, and and it and it it you're training your brain here. A lot of this stuff we talk about, you know, you're really programming yourself. And you're creating your own story, but when you hear that day in and day out, again, it goes back into your feedback loop, and it helps you get more done, or at least it helps me get more done. Well, yeah, because being saying to others, which as you said is also saying to yourself that I've gotten a lot done or I've been productive, that's a positive thing in my world. That's yes. a positive thing. Yes. Whereas saying oh, I'm super busy like that, that just comes with negative connotations when and 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 therefore you think, oh, how can I, man, I got my life. Oh, God, I'm so busy all the time. No, I'm so productive right. all the time. Oh, wait a minute. Like yeah. same person, same life, different descriptor. This is way more positive. Yeah. And you'll get a different reaction from people. Watch, because they're right. always used to hearing people, oh, crazy busy. Yeah. But if you say, yeah, I'm really, product, really productive, I'm really getting a lot, get a lot of things done, you may get the question, oh, what are you working on? What kind of things are you getting done? And that's great. And maybe that opens up a conversation, especially with a, you know, a new contact or a business contact. It's, it's, uh, it can be very productive, right? I like it. That's Good awesome. Stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I came across a quote as I was looking up some information to do the show and I really liked it. And uh, it's, it's by a guy of the name Matt Pierman. And um, he said, when you become more efficient, you tend to do more things, of course. And if you aren't doing the right things in the first place, you have just become an expert at doing more of what doesn't need to be done at all. Oh, right. And, and it really hit me because I was like, wow, you know, it's again, it's that busy, I'm busy, busy, busy. I'm, and, and you can trick yourself into thinking you're really being productive. That's why I think that focusing on output is really a, a critical thing to embrace, you know, but what I asked Mike, the minute I read that, I'm like, well, how do you know? Uh, some a lot of times I don't know if I'm focused on the right things, right? right? Because I think I am, but you know, and I and I what I've thought about is um, uh, taking this concept, which I've done here before. A uh, guy I listen to every day, you know, Scott Adams. He has a, his concepts like, hey, if you want to th- see if your worldview is correct, make predictions based on your worldview and see how they turn out. So. I would suggest we could do the same in the small business world as we could make predictions, whether that's oh, I'm setting a budget, I'm setting a sales, uh, you know, pro- we're going to set progress. I don't want to use goals because we don't like those here. I'm creating a system to meet the, you know, certain sales numbers. Well, those are predictions. So if, if you're writing these predictions down, sharing them with your team and you're hitting them all the time, I would say you're focused on the right things. But if you're writing down predictions of the way you think things are going to turn out in your business, in your life, whatever, and they're not happening, I would say you're focusing on the wrong things. And that is the steering mechanism that you can use uh, to, to look at the decisions that you make each day and see if, is, is this what I should be focused on? So uh, thanks, Matt Pierman, for that, that quote, because it really helped fine tune like how I would yeah, start thinking of it. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I sit here and talk and maybe it sounds like I know, but I don't I don't know. And so I'm I'm going to keep this in front of me. And it's like, OK, here, what are the predictions I'm making for, you know, this for today, for this week, this month, this quarter, this year, and be able to look at them and then tie it back to decisions that you're making with your time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that. No, that's really good. good I, and stuff. I like that prediction thing. Yeah, this is all good. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Think- I think yep. it could it could work good. Um, and I, 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 I like it. I want to be really productive. I want to get into that feedback loop that makes me feel good. You know, thinking about your best days, or at least, you know, in my case, the days that I am just full and knocking things off, you know, getting things done. And at the end of the day, when I create my to did list, I can see, look, I got all this stuff done. Uh, you know, my whiteboard is clear. Uh, all the alerts have been, you know, completed. That's a great day. Oh, yeah. I feel good about myself. I can go in and, you know, relax, get some downtime, do something else. I, I, I really love it. I like that. Yeah. Good oh, stuff. for sure. Yeah. Uh, you gotta. Yeah. yeah. So for me, so today, uh, a few, you know, a couple of key takeaways, create systems that you can use that, uh, and adjust and modify that are going to help you make decisions that are going to help you be more productive, uh, create those systems, but you got to track back to them to see what's working, uh, and focus on your output, not how busy you are. If you're super efficient and you can take off and, and, you know, it's like the four hour work week guy. Uh, it's not about how much time you put in. It's about what you're getting out of it. And based on your definition of success. 
Right. Yeah. You get to define what success is. I mean, it, hopefully it, it has some relationship to what you need out of reality, a.k.a. the rest of the world. But but you do get to define what that is. And then and then that when you hit that, you are being productive. That's it. It's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's great. And it's really good. And, and you know, one of the ways we define success here on the Small Business Show is getting your reviews, right? I know you hear this all the time from every podcast you listen to, but uh, taking a few minutes to, I mean, not even take a few minutes, you can 30 seconds to leave us a five-star review up on the Apple Podcast directory or wherever you listen to podcasts really makes a difference, gives Dave and I that dopamine hit that we're looking for. And uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah. And it, it does help the show. It helps the show grow when when you review it. It, it helps Absolutely. rank higher. All of these things. Yeah, it's super helpful. So, yeah. Get yeah. better guests, get more, uh, you know, we get more connection with uh, with people that we want to come have on the show. And as well, if you would like to come on the show and talk about your small business experience, feedback at businessshow.co. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to talk with you and hear what you've learned and share it with our small business community. Yeah, man. It's good stuff. I'm uh, I'm always I'm always jazzed after I do the show. It's a little weird for me to do the show and then take off um, for a couple of days. But, you know, that's that's yeah. just how it's you'll be. Work you'll be time. charged up. You'll Absolutely. be very yeah. productive at your uh, your board meeting. Yes, I will. That's true. That I will be very yeah. productive at our board meeting. That's correct. That's yeah, I've told a story about having a, a board meeting before in uh, in an indoor swimming pool area and okay. uh, how, ner- you know, it's. It was like the humidity was like a thousand percent and I was sweating so bad, but they all wanted to do it. But I was the only one kind of dressed and giving them giving the talk. And it was it was the most miserable thing in my life. Yeah. I was just drenched. Yeah. Don't ever do that. Don't do it. Yeah. Dress dress for the environment. For sure. That's right. Well, unless you're in the water, which is what I should have. That's said, what hey, you should have been doing. Right. Exactly. Because yeah, it was. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, it was crazy. That's crazy. So, but thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate uh, your time and your feedback. Yeah, thank you. It. Yeah, it's it's we love doing this, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Keep living that charmed life, and uh, feedback at businessshow.co, just like he said. 